What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real Life Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Tomplay in conjunction with iHeartRadio and Cloud 10 Media. Yeah, the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. of acts of violence or that are of a sexual nature it should be for people that are 18 years or older heed my warning people I do not get the facts of these cases off of the internet or from some television show the facts I'm retelling you were presented to me by the victims of the crimes or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims my description of the crime scenes or what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And today, I'm going to be continuing progression or evolution. But today, I'm going to be continuing that story. Again, I'm really not using the victims' names. It would be really easy. I have all the the stuff you know, for you patron members and convicts. You're going to get all this whole case file put up, and it's a lot of shit. 
and you'll have it. It's all a matter of public record. But in the end of this case, the very end of this case, after the trial, I'll tell you what happened to me personally. And that's why I don't take any chances with these fuck sticks. So I'm going to continue on the story. When I left you last, I was sitting in the office, and then it's we'd worked the robbery of the Keens dry cleaner on, I think it was March the 10th. No suspects. I mean, we, knew we had physical descriptions and, and eyewitnesses out the ass and everything else, but we had no suspects. And I'm the whole time trying to figure out why Rob way up there in Watson when you know you're going to be a target for everybody that's driving by, et cetera. And there's no quick way out of Watson, stuff like that. But that one went cold, right? But was waiting to be worked. Then on, I think it's the 29th of March, so like 19 days later, we had a victim in Albany, Louisiana, a little sweet lady who pulled in. She lived on a road that that is close to the interstate, and this little gray car pulls in behind her. Long story short, the driver got out, tall, skinny black male, says he's from New Orleans, from the Ninth Ward, or they're from New Orleans, the Ninth Ward, talks to her for a few minutes, and when she's like basically had enough, then she was getting ready to go inside. She was being nice. But he pulls the gun. You know, she struggles to resist. He wants her car keys and her purse. Ends up knocking on the ground, putting the gun in her mouth. Passenger says, hey, just take the fucking purse and let's go. And they did. That call came in. Detective Marlowe worked it. I'm at the office. I hear about it. He gets back and explains, and I'm thinking, mm, two males, armed robbery, totals opposite side of the parish, probably not connected to the Keynes thing, right? But then get the news about later on about the uh, Dennis Springs police officer who takes a report of the purse being found at the car wash in Dennis Springs, which is total opposite side of the parish, y'all, from where the little old lady got robbed in Albany. But it's her shit. It's her purse, her driver's license, whatever items are in there. Same time, they have another attempted kidnapping, definitely a carjacking, and the armed robbery of another victim in Denham Springs. And what happened was this lady was going to get out of her truck. She had a truck. Black male runs up, puts a gun to her, to her head. Bitch, I'm going to fucking kill you. Scoot over. Scoot over in the seat. And they said, you coming with me. And he said, the motherfucker's already after me. They're already after me. You're coming with me. Now, when I told you last week about the Kings and how she complied, you know, when you, you have a gun pulled on you, you're going to do one of three things. You're either going to fight, flight, or freeze, right? The Kings, victim, she complied. She froze, okay? This lady who I would end up spending a lot of time with, this victim, was like in her head. She's thinking, fuck you. Now, I didn't tell y'all this week, but he's got the gun pointing her face. Bitch, get over, move over. I'm taking your shit. And, the you know, basically, I'm kidnapping you. I'm taking your ride. I'm taking you, uh, you know, they're already after me. The motherfuckers are already after me. Split-second decisions can save your life or ruin your life. This lady decided, fuck that. I'm not going to be a victim. 
And when he's climbing into the vehicle, she reared back and kicked him as hard as she could with both feet and knocks him back outside the vehicle. She then bails ass out the passenger door and ran and hid behind a car, okay? What does this little bitch do? He gets up off the ground. He can't find her. Thank God, because it would have been a progression or an evolution. I, I, I absolutely believe he'd have killed her. I believe it with all my heart. Now, again, at the time, at the time, I couldn't say that all these things were related. But now I'm about to work the fuck out of it. And But she kicks him out of the vehicle. He looks around, tries to find her. She's hiding now. He gets in a ride, her truck, and speeds away. She then sees a small silver or gray car exit following her truck. She calls 911. I respond, right? So I'm rolling out anyway because shit's going down everywhere. We've had the robbery in Albany. It's supposed to be two black males. We have this one single black male. You have the victim from Albany's purse being found. Now she's got to get to work. Now I'm like, shit's about to go down. They go, These fuckers are going to kill somebody. And I did not, I never believed that they were from this, from this area. But I'll be able to prove that, and I'll tell you about it in a few minutes. But the progression or the evolution of their crimes from, if you tie it all together, is, is becoming obvious. So I responded, and I meet the lady. She tells me about it, and she's a great eyewitness. I mean, she gave, you know, description, even the gold teeth and shit like that. I mean, she just gave it verbatim, laid it out. Yes, this is what happened. And, and But I asked, I said, did you see another male? Nope, never saw anybody else. Well, guess what? She did see the small silver or gray car follow the speed off as the bad guy hauls ass in her truck. This one car is hauling ass behind it, obviously following it, okay? Remember your victim in Albany, the sweet little lady? They pull up behind her in the small silver or gray car. She says two black males. So now I'm thinking these at least are, are, are attached. And, but nobody has seen the uh, second male get out of the vehicle, et cetera, on this day. All right. Now, I still can't tie it into Keens on March on March the 10th. But she's telling me she was, I mean, she was, a, she, she, this lady was more pissed off, the one who was an attempt at kidnapping. And I, I absolutely believe he was going to kidnap her and he thought the cops were going to be hot on his tail. And, I believe he would use her as a shield and he would progress or, or evolved into killing her or using her for that purpose. But not being from here, he's gone. So what do you do? Fuck you, work it. You know, you got to interview witnesses. You get taken the reports. You collect the evidence from the car wash. You bag that, tag that, and bag it send it to the state police crime lab for DNA, right, from the elderly victim in Albany. Then the victim, where they stole her truck, and she, at least she kicked the fuck out of him, and thank God she got away. You know, you take everything that you can from her information-wise. Then you go to the car wash in that general area. You're looking for cameras. 
that might show, you know, the vehicle or show who threw the purse out and what have you. But you just work it. You know, you just do what you do. You're trying to get lucky. But guess what we don't have this time? And you still can't prove the related. You don't have any photographs, but the identification that they're giving is saying, hey, it's the same people. Okay? Long story short. We work this all day long and everything, and we go back to the office, kind of to debrief and, and talk about what we have and what's the status. Now, we're working these robbers from this day in an attempt at kidnapping and the uh, definitely carjacking and the armed robbers from this day. And I brought up the thought of 19 days earlier about the Keens and Watson, which, again, Watson is north of them Springs, y'all. And you're not, fuck, you're not going to Watson unless you got a reason to go up there. And once you drive through Watson on Highway 16, you can either take a left and go in East Baton Ridge Parish, uh, or you keep going north and you enter a really rural St. Helena Parish. So we're kicking around, we're kicking the can. And I threw out Keens, and they're like, oh, no, that lady said it was, you know, two males. I mean, I'm like, yeah, but what are the fucking chances, right? The, the you know, the progression, the evolution, and it just dawned on me. I said, you know what? These motherfuckers, if the, if it's the same people that did the Keens, let's say they get the lady got it wrong and it, it was a female in the car, because I can tell you one thing. All the if you had just looked at the videotape from the credit union, you might have got away and said it was it was a, a short fat male instead of a female. But we had too many witnesses that saw her and described her clothing. Definitely said she was a female, et cetera. So the two could have been mistaken. But I told him, I said, you know what? Fuck that. These motherfuckers are going to kill somebody. Now, it's been 19 days later. What is their trigger to come back to Livingston Parish and start robbing their way through? Now, they're not going, they're not robbing banks. They're not getting huge sums of money. But what do they want consistently? Vehicles and whatever money that they can get. They are evolving as criminals. Their criminal activity is evolving, meaning that they're doing more than one in a day, which is a huge progression. Number two, he's getting more and more violent with this pistol. When he goes, knocks the lady to the ground, the little lady to the ground, she just won't give her her purse and keys. Then he puts he put the pistol in her mouth and cocked it. Is bitch, I'll kill you. Bitch, I'll kill you. That's a progression, y'all. That's a progression. And probably the little angel was right there, stopped from pulling the trigger. I don't know. You get your carjacking victim. Same thing. Now he wants he wants to he wants to kidnap a motherfucker. Talk about stepping up your game, right? You you you're kidnapping one. You're taking their shit. Probably he's going to make her drive around to different ATMs and take out more money, right? He wants more money and use her as a shield for the cops, right? And but I'm like, y'all. I said, you know what? This shit's going to end bad. Somebody's going to get fucking killed, and and that's it. And they were like, oh no, you know, you can't say they're they're connected. I said, I'm fucking telling you, I'm gonna go out on the limb and I'm gonna say, Keens is definitely connected to these two. I said, what we need to do, we need to contact all the surrounding parishes and ask them, have they had any type of robberies, armed robberies, especially starting since March the 10th 
or shortly there before. I said, these motherfuckers didn't just stop. For the last 19 days, they've been somewhere robbing the fuck out of somebody, right? And I said, so, but the, the deal is they're moving around. They're smart. They're, they're moving around. They're not just hitting Livingston Parish. I bet freaking money that we call and we're going to be able to find that they are definitely, we have other crimes. So we called, start working the phones, called the Texas office in Ascension Parish. And we worked with these guys all and girls all the time from everything from robberies to murders, et cetera. So we we're on a first name basis with them and called down and said, hey, you know what? Here's the date. I'm going to send you um, the pictures from the video surveillance from the Keens. But this is a general description, general description of the car. This Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. It's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally. Designed for long-term retention. Speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 
50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Sayonara. This is the progression or the evolution of the crimes. And we have a 19-day period with a not in Livingston Parish robbing people. Do you have any robberies that fit during this time? Let me look, Woody. We'll get back with you. Cool. I call Tangipo Parish Sheriff's Office. Now, Ascension is a parish just south of Livingston. Tangipo Parish butts up to us on, or butts up to Livingston on the, the extreme east side. And the major town in Tangipahoa is Hammond, Louisiana. And that's where they have the university, Southeastern University. But I call the sheriff's office first. Same thing. Know these guys. We share a border. We work cases together, murders, rapes, homicide, you know, armed robberies, whatever. And I'd even gone to the academy with one of the guys that, that was in the Texas at the time. But the same thing. Here's my pitch. They are going to fucking kill somebody. We've got a 19-day open window. They didn't just stop robbing, right? Here's the general description. Tell all you guys to be on the lookout for them. It, it's, you know, especially around shopping centers or stuff like that, car washes, whatever. They, and, and we'll try to get lucky. I mean, y'all, I got dick. I got no names. I got nothing other than these robberies that have occurred. They've been progressing and some general descriptions. So I got off the phone with them. Somebody else had called East Baton Rouge and told them the same thing. So we're kind of putting a, it's a general bolo. By that, I mean, they wouldn't hit the radio and say, all units be on the lookout for just a generalized description, right? But I, what I asked them to do, I said, look, call your uniform people and tell them it's shift change, this to be on the lookout for people that fit this description around businesses or, or areas where targets of opportunity can be robbed. Um, so that's what was done. So as an afterthought, when I got off the phone with Tangentville Parish Sheriff's Office, I called Hammond City Police Department, and I had a lot of good friends there, and still do, Tom Mashinsky and, and Wade Savick and all them. But I call them the same thing. I'm shooting a jam session with them. I say, hey, look, here's the deal. This is what we got. This is how it's progressing. This is how it's moving forward. I said, these motherfuckers are going to kill somebody. I said, look to your shit, please. If you have any type of unsolved, obviously they hadn't been caught yet, yet right? The shit, they were just robbing in our parish and trying to kidnap now. I said, if you have any unsolved 64Gs or kidnappings or whatever and your suspects fit this description, let me know. And we'll try to tie it together, right? So I call Hammond City because, I mean, Hammond's a, you know, it's a pretty big city. The, the the university is there, which has its own police department, which is where I started out and went to the academy. I, so I, I called them and talked to my partners over there. I said, look, I know it's a long shot, but just, you know, we know they followed her. They were at basically on y'all's parish line on the east side of the parish when they robbed this sweet lady. Long shot, but, you know, also for officer safety, 
tell your uniform guys when they do their shift patrol, their shift meeting or whatever, to be on the lookout for, I know how dick to give you, but just be on the lookout and, and for these suspicious characters, right? And so they did. And shit, I went home that, that night. And then late that night, my pager goes off. And I mean, it was like late, late. I think it's like three o'clock in the morning. And it's 1021 dispatch. I called dispatch and they said, hey, Woody. I said, yeah. I said, you called Hammond City yesterday and put a bolo or a generalized description out. Once some possible, you warned them some shit might happen. I said, yes, I did. And they said, well, they got somebody they arrested and they think it fits your bad guy's description. I'm like, cool. I said, so give me the number. So they gave me the number. I called their dispatch. Their dispatch pushed me through to, oh, I can't remember who the officer is, and I have the report. I just want to take the time to look it up. Puts me through to him, and I introduced who I was, and I said, what you got, man? He said, dude, let me tell you what. He said, we have a, a hotel over here off of um, the main drag, Highway 190. Now, that's the same highway, y'all, that runs directly east to west through Tangipahoa and Livingston Parish, even runs into East Baton Rouge Parish. He said we had a hotel. He said, but, you know, it's not like a super nice place, but it wasn't a total shithole, wasn't a total dope flop whorehouse. I knew which one he was talking about when he told me. He said the manager of the hotel noticed blackmail and another, what he believed to be a black female, hanging out in the parking lot looking like they're walking to look through things, like looking in the vehicles, and, and he just thought he had a bad feeling. He had a bad feeling about it. And he was like, you know what? These motherfuckers are going to rob me. And so before they could get to the lobby of the hotel, he calls 911 and says, hey, look, I think I'm fixing to get robbed. This is my address, da 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 Well, if you're in a uniform patrol and you get a call like that, nine times out of ten, you, you do not want to respond using lights and sirens, right? Because, one, if, if it's in progress, you're alerting the bad guys that you come, and then you're becoming a target of opportunity. Two, Fucking people act stupid when you turn your lights and sirens on. They slam on the brakes in front of you. They it's not like the movies, y'all. They slam on the brakes in front of you. They pull out in front of you. They just you know it puts out. It's like a stupid button when you turn lights and sirens on. So I used to tell all the guys, look, don't use them unless you got to get through an intersection or some shit like that. It causes more wrecks. You can get there faster without it. Thank God they you know they, these are veteran officers, right? They they respond, but they had also had my description they had just been warned that night at six o'clock before they went on duty hey you know what this call came in from woody and he said it just if you get a chance you know something goes down just be on the lookout because he believes they're going to kill somebody and so the cops roll up on the hotel and for whatever reason the other person's gone but they see blackmail Six foot one, tall, skinny, and they get out on him and talking to him. He's got the gold teeth, the whole nine yards, talking to him, no gun. 
guess what? He's not from Hammond. He's not from Livingston Parish. He's not from Ascension Parish. He's not from East Baton Rouge Parish. He's from a small town in Mississippi called Centerville. And his name is Kendrick Matera, or Matara, M-A-T-T-I-R-E. Officers talking to him, and his story's not making any sense, right? He's saying this, this was the reason he was here. And they were like, hey, motherfucker, where's your vehicle at? And he was like, oh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. How did you get here? Well, uh, a friend dropped me off. Mm, no, really? And so he said, well, I kept talking to him, more talked to him. I, and I was like, you know what? This motherfucker, he's not right. So he gave him, I think he gave him a face, a false name, and they went to pass Pat Frisco from officer safety. Because at this time, he's thinking, you know, holy shit, this is, we got this warning from Woody at, at briefing, right? What if he has a gun? So they Pat Frisco from officer safety, they find this ID, and he lied about his name. And his name's Kendrick Mateer, and they run him. And guess what? This stupid motherfucker's got a warrant, and it was a bullshit warrant. I'll look. I'll get the warrant later, y'all. But they he had an outstanding warrant for something, something small, like I don't know if it was traffic violation. So it definitely wasn't an armed robbery or anything like that. But this officer, uniform patrol officer, being a veteran officer, and his little radar going off, he's like, mm, you know what? that this motherfucker's related to what we're saying. So he said, we're going to go ahead and arrest him on his warrant, which the warrant was valid because they had to, you know, when you run the name Kendrick McTeer and it comes back 17F out of whatever for speeding or whatever it was, they had to call and say, hey, is this warrant still valid? And they're like, yeah, whatever. So the NCIC computer. So they arrest him and they take him, not in a big rush, they take him to the Hammond City Jail, and that's why I'm talking to the guy. And I said, listen, I said, can you, you know, I, just take your time. I'm going to get over there as, as soon as possible. I just want to talk to him. And and so he's being booked in on this warrant. Now, being booked in on a warrant, he would have had to go. The other agency's going to have to contact them. They have to work that bullshit out of how he's going to get transported and whatever. I just want to talk to the guy. Right. I just wanted to see, I want to put eyeballs on somebody who may or may not be related to the cases. So I haul ass to the Hammond City Jail, middle of the night, and get there whatever time, and uh, meet the jailer. I said, hey, man, y'all arrested such and such on a warrant out of wherever. He was like, yeah, he says it's kind of unusual for them to bring them in on a warrant like that. I said, yeah, well, you know, we're working some shit, right? I said, can you bring them out? And they bring him in a little interview room. He comes in. He's already in his jumpsuit. They've changed him out of his clothes. And bring him in. I think he's handcuffed and shackled. And he's tall. I mean, he's as tall as me. Unkempt hair or what have you. And he sits down. And I'm looking at him. And he's looking at me. And I said, look, dude. I said, he had an attitude to begin with, right? I mean, uh but I told him, I said, listen, I'm going to advise you, you Miranda rights. You're certainly not under arrest, but boom, I advised him his rights, right? He said, man, what the fuck is this about? I said, this is about me and you. He said, what the fuck you mean? I don't know you. You don't know me. And what the fuck you talking about? I said, bitch, it's about me and you. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, all right. 
I said, look, you from Centerville, Mississippi. He said, that's right. And, and he said, that's right. That's where I'm from. I said, look, I grew up right, right down the road, bro, like 12 miles from Centerville. I used to play against them in football and everything else. I said, but, you know, I've been over here a long time now. They, he said, I don't give a fuck. And I said, well, I mean, what are you doing in Hammond tonight? He said, I, don't, I ain't got to tell you shit. I said, well, you told the officer a bunch of different shit. None of it made any sense. I said, where's your vehicle at that you came to him in? He said, man, I ain't going to tell you nothing. Uh, I, I didn't answer the questions. And he said, I'm locked up on a warrant. I said, okay, yeah, you're right. You locked the warrant. I said, but let, let me ask you one thing. I said, I, I just shut the fuck up, and I will leave you alone. I see you from Centerville. You came over to Hammond, and, and how'd you get there? It's like, what do you mean? I said, I mean, do you drive through Baton Rouge and take Interstate 12 to, I mean, you drive down from Centerville into Clinton all the way to Baton Rouge and then take Interstate 12 all the way over to Hammond? Or did you go up and hit 55 and come down through T Tangeville Parish? And he, and he said, Man, I came I came down fifty five. I said, "Cool." I said, "Well, what what about Livingston Parish?" I mean, he knew where I was from, y'all. I'd introduce myself, detective over to Livingston Parish. He said, "I ain't never been to Livingston Parish." I said, "Really?" I said, "Never." He said, "Nope, I ain't never been to Livingston Parish in my life." I said, "Really?" Hmm. I said, "Not even yet. Even just drove through." He said, nope, I ain't got no reason to go to no Livingston Parish, and you can't put me in Livingston Parish. And, and I said, well, you know what? You're fucking right. I said, but you, you're absolutely adamant. I told you I ain't never been to Livingston Parish, and I ain't saying nothing else. Go fuck yourself. I said, okay, cool. You know what? I said, appreciate your time. Appreciate your effort, right? And go fuck yourself. I got up and walked out, and I laid him there on his, on his warrant. I immediately called in i got his information his criminal history the i got his mugshot over mugshots the the driver's license photo whatever the fuck it was but y'all i started doing six packs to go show all these victims and witnesses the next day on a hunch i don't know i i don't know if this is the right guy or not but he damn sure fit the description and so i had the photo lineups made now at the time you would give the person's information to the Louisiana State Police, and they used they would put it into a computer, and they use this facial recognition program, and it spits out what we call a six pack, and that is the photo of your suspect and five other people that look just fuck like him or her. The I mean, I'm telling you, I've done so many of them, and I know who the bad guy is, and these these facial features and hair features, everything that they use, these algorithms they use, I know. Well, I would know who the bad guy was, and I'd have trouble picking him out, right? So, but I got it. It's a process. You got to call it in. It's got to be worked. Boom, got him. Now it's the next day. I'm going to start showing victims. The first one I went to, and I want to read this to you. First one I went to was the closest to me geographically. You're going to hear some papers rustling. Just bear with me for a second. I want you to hear this and what, what they write. So the first one I went to was, Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. 
hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The sweet little lady that got knocked to the ground, right? And they they robbed her purse, so she immediately, immediately, and y'all these photo lineups will be put up for patron members of convicts. She immediately, I'm looking at the, the six pack now, picks the bottom. There's two rows, three on top and three on the bottom. She picks the middle bottom. I said, when I go to show the lineups, I said, look, I'm gonna show you a photo lineup of a photo lineup or some photo lineups, and I don't want you to guess. I want you to only say if you're sure that you can positively identify this person, if that you, you the person that did this crime against you is in this photo lineup, in this series of photos, and you can pick them out. I want you to be beyond a reasonable doubt that you so sure that you could get on the stand and testify in court that this is the person. Man, I laid this thing where we went to her house. And she came out and laid it on the back. I think it was on the back of her car, on the trunk of her car, real sweet lady. Laid it down. She immediately, boom, hits the, hits his face and said, that's him, that's him. I said, that's who? She said, that's the dude that robbed me. I said, what I want you to do, 
you circle it, circle the person that you think it is, and put your initials by it. So she did. She circled that bottom middle one, and she puts her initials PB. And I said, on the back of it, I want you to write, and I already have your statements and everything from what happened before, but I want you to write what happened, what, what this person did to you. And let me read it to you. She wrote, the man I circled is the man who put the gun to my mouth and robbed me, also cocked the gun, put it to my ear, and shoved me to the ground and grabbed my purse and ran to his car and left. The car was a four-door with no tags, deep gray. And she gave her 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 name, her date, uh, the date of the statement and the time, which was 3.10 p.m. Okay, so y'all, I... On the other episode, I told you wrong because I hadn't gone back and read it. I thought maybe he put the gun in her mouth, but he cocked it and he puts it to her ear, knocks her to the ground, and you just you just heard what this sweet little lady said, okay? And the car was not identified because it didn't have plates on it. It wasn't because she didn't get the license plate, so that was my bad too on that. So what I do then, I take the next line up and I go to. The next victim, I think the next victim I got to was the Keens uh, victim. I also ran known associates of this guy, okay, in, in, in the criminal history and stuff like that. But I'll get to that in a minute. No, the second victim I got to was the carjacking and attempted kidnapping and showed her photo lineup. Boom. Now, th- th- I had different photo lineups done. I-, I had the two different ones done because this – uh, carjacking or attempted carjacking victim or victim of the carjacking attempted kidnapping victim said all she could distinctly remember was gold teeth. One in one of the photo lineups, the driver's license photo, whatever it was, Kendrick Mateer smiling and he's got gold teeth. The the one I showed the other lady, she never said anything about the gold teeth, right? So I, and, and so I had two two different photo lineups, and I you know, but everyone I showed this lady. Everyone else got gold teeth. I was trying to tell you how the computer algorithm works, right? She immediately, immediately, same thing like the little lady, hits and said, that's that mother... I'm not going to tell you all the <laughs> curse words she said, but rightfully so she was pissed off. She said what she said, and she meant it. She said, that's him. I said, same spiel. I'd given her only if you could pick it out beyond a reasonable doubt, blah, 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 et cetera. She did it, picks him out, hammers him down, and I said, now I need you to... Just briefly write. We already have your, you know, your whole crime thing, but write down what you're saying about this guy. She circles him. She put on Wednesday, March 29th, 2006, I blank positively identified this man as the person who robbed me, attempted to kidnap me, and stole my 2004 Ford pickup on Wednesday, March 29th, 2006. Sign her name and the date. Boom, bitches. Working backwards, right? Now I got this motherfucker on two armed robberies and the carjacking, the attempted kidnapping, et cetera, et cetera. Going back to it, I would then go to the victim of the Keens robbery. Okay. And she she said, I gave her the same instructions about the photo lineup, et cetera. And she Y'all hear the papers rustling. She said, Woody, she said, I'm going to tell you this. She said, I'm almost positive it's number whatever. 
and she was right, but I didn't tell her anything. She said, I'm almost positive. She said, but honest to God, it's been like three weeks. And she said, I'm having nightmares every day about this dude's pistol in my face. And she said, that's, I mean, I, you told me don't say, don't guess whatever. And only say it if I was 1 million percent sure. Right. And she said, I'm almost there, but the gun keeps getting in my face. I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I totally get it. I totally understand. So, then I go to all the witnesses in the shopping center, y'all, and show the photo lineups. And guess what? That's that mortgage company he went in, whatever it was, the property management company that he went in, where the the real estate agent was talking to one of their clients that had the um, the the shop in the shopping center. And he walks in, asks to use the bathroom, goes back, turn around, and comes out. Fucking, they identified him. Boom, boom, boom. Photo lineup. Photo lineup. There's like, hell yeah, this is the guy, right? The guy that saw the uh that gave chase when the when the armed robbery had just ended in the Keens. I mean, he's literally running out past him out the door and he absolutely nails it, picks him out of the photo lineup one hundred percent. This is a guy that ran from the building. So even though we didn't have I didn't have the victim per se of the Keens say it beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever, everybody else who wasn't under duress, who didn't have the pistol in their face that day that came in contact with this asshole positively identifies him, right? Even though he had the hoodie on, et cetera. Now, I get a warrant for his arrest. I've got, I got, actually, you know what? The one, the first victim earlier that morning, the little lady, she, as soon as she positively identified him, I went back to the office and I got a warrant for him for armed robbery. Okay. For Kendrick McTeer for armed robbery based off her picking him out of the photo lineup. Y'all it's fucking jackpot, right? I just got lucky. All right. By calling around the different agencies, thinking outside the box, et cetera. I got lucky is what happened. And I got lucky enough that I had an experience enough him and city officer. It's like, mm, you know what? This dog doesn't hunt. I'm going to you know, arrest him on this charge. I'm going to contact Woody, and I went over and do what I did. Guess what? Old boy fucked himself. He was adamant. Adamant. He had never been to Livingston Parish in his life. Swore to me he had never even driven through Livingston Parish. Fucked himself. When that first victim comes back and says, hey, yeah, that he was definitely the one. Put the pistol in my face, knocks me to the ground, cocks the pistol, puts it in my ear. That's him. But guess what, motherfucker? You were in, in Livingston Parish. Now, I got a, oh, that was the first one I got. I called in, had Tina type it up, went in and I got it signed by a judge. Immediately, had, as soon as I got it signed by the judge, I went had it entered into the NCIC computer, but I called him and city police department called him and said, don't let this motherfucker out. I'm going to warrant right now. And they didn't. They, they were like, hold for LPSO, Livingston Parish Sheriff's Office. So as soon as I got the copy of the warrant, I faxed to them. I said, hold him. Boom. That's it. Game over, motherfucker. You're not getting out of jail. So that was before. I went and talked to the the victim that had the Ford truck. That was before I went to the shopping center and had all these other witnesses and stuff. So it's a progression. We're working the shit out of it. 
we're working it hard and all I've done is time and time and time again put this motherfucker in Livingston Parish robbing, stealing, and thank God he wasn't killing. But I'm telling you, it would have progressed to that. I think he was just moments away from pulling a trigger on somebody. Now, let me back up in the grass for a second. I'm going to tell you one more part to this, and then I promise you I'm going to end it. And this is what the the end of the story is worth the wait. I know some of y'all are going to go Google and whatever, but the end of the story is what, what I'm going to tell you is what nobody knows other than uh, some prosecutors and some cops, but it, it's important. And the But the one thing I haven't talked about, right, is the female that was seen outside the Keens dry cleaner. The female who was seen on the surveillance tape from the bank. The female who I, I now know, but I, I haven't proved it yet. Not by photo lineup. I had to identify her, first of all, and then do the same process that I've been doing with Kendrick McTeer. The go to the victim on the little sweet lady who had the gun put in her ear. Let me tell you something. You're an elderly person, and they come up, and you're out of goodness, your heart, you're trying to talk to them, whatever, and you get gun put in your face and cocked and put in your ear and all that. That's one tough lady. My hat's off to her. But she said it was a male in the car. But I'm going to tell you next week how it developed, who the female was, and what happened. And then I'm going to tell you about the arrest and the trial, and then I'm going to tell you what happened after the trial, which is it's important. And it needs to be named. So stick with me. We'll do one more. And then I um, appreciate y'all. Love and appreciate each and every one of you. Patron members, convicts, lifers, I love you all. And if you like Real Life, Real Crime, wherever you listen to your podcast. Click subscribe. That way you get these episodes as soon as they come out. If you're not a patron member, if you're a patron member or a convict, you're going to get it. the episodes uh, commercial-free, early release, uh, now with video. And so no big deal. You'll get notified when it comes out. But the rest of y'all, if you like Real Life Real Crime and you get tired of waiting around for, and usually we're dropping on Tuesdays now, y'all, for, for Cloud 10 Media and iHeartRadio. But... If you need to be alerted, all you got to do, if you go on to listen to podcasts anyway, hit the subscribe button. It's right beside Real Life Real Crime. When you listen to the episode, hit subscribe. And if you get a chance, leave us a review. Also, we have the Real Life Real Crime Community app in the App Store. Download it for free. So much more than we have on any one of our pages or all our pages combined. It's a community it's not just a place where you, where you can listen to the episodes. It's got everything from all the different chat groups to true crime stuff to convict tier levels and, and bonus episodes, whatever. Just go check it out. Real life, real crime community app. Doesn't cost anything to download. It doesn't cost anything to use it. If you want to pay some more to get the extra benefits of the episodes and the early releases, commercial stuff, free stuff, all that, that's great. If you don't, you're going to love it anyway, and you won't be censored on Facebook anymore or any of the other media, whatever you want to call them. So, y'all you know, check that out. It's a progress. It is a 
as a growing baby. It's like our child. And yes, there will be bumps along the way. And we are still working out the kinks. If you have any problems whatsoever, especially if you're, if you're a Patreon member, you want to swap over to being a convict and you have any issues with it, there are instructions up. But if you have any issues at all, we want to make it as easy for you as possible to swap over. Just email Cindy, C-Y-N-D-I, at realliferealcrime.com, and she will personally walk you through it. So I guess that's it. That's it. I'm going to conclude this next week, and y'all stay tuned. It's a hell of a, a finish to the story. So, And if you are a lifer from... Mm. Buenos Aires, and you want to become an organ donor, go to lopa.org. That's the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. Take two minutes, sign up, give the gift of life. You don't have to be from Louisiana to sign up to be an organ donor, y'all. Do it, be a hero, give the gift of life and sight and everything else. And I'm Woody Overton your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on Murder Bayou. Peace. Real Life Real Crime is a true crime podcast brought to you by Woody Overton and executive producer Toby Tomplay in conjunction with iHeartRadio and Cloud 10 Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.